Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Novi Michigan Take Two with Blake Albert. So what in the world just happened, Blake? That was hilarious. I thought, I literally thought, like, when you see that in videos, you think that you, like, told somebody to come up and interrupt you, like, totally for five minutes. That was hilarious. She's talking about Comic-Con. We're not even part of Comic-Con, so... She's got a VIP ticket. Amanda with the VIP ticket. Yeah. Just crashing the green industry podcast. So we scrapped like, that audio. Welcome. So she was like walking in, like enjoying the show. We're, we're doing a podcast. She's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, hi. <laughs> She's like, are you VIP? <laughs> no. That's uh, awesome. It is. It is a uh, very unique here. Year five at Launchpreneur Academy. This is a first. Has it ever been during Comic-Con? Not that I, I don't know what Comic-Con is. I, I, th- I thought the sewing ladies were going to be here. Like oh, the last Spider-Man, years. Ghostbusters. You got everybody walking through. It's it's entertaining. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know this world, so I, I don't, I don't know what the people are dressed up as. Beats me, man. Well, Blake, how have you been, my friend? I've been great. I've been excellent. I see all kinds of swords and bow and arrows here, though. Yeah, this is, this is very, very unique. But everything's been good, man. We, we're slowing down a little bit in the season. Perfect time for LAL. Really learning a lot. I... I it's crazy just to talk to people here. Uh, I mean, I just talked to somebody with a, a $4 million company and you would just, we're just in the same room, man. Chilling. Who's that? Uh, a, a, a guy I just met. He's about to acquire another company, a $2 million company. They'll be doing about 4 million bucks. Now we're going to make a video about it, but it's just crazy, man. There, there There's so much knowledge in one room. Uh, you know, it, it's a no brainer to come to events like this. Yeah, absolutely. And you brought uh, Natalie and the two twins. Yep. Yep. So they're running around whenever they're just playing with their toys. They're hanging out in there. And when they get a little crazy, Natalie takes them back and walks around. Yeah, I was getting some coffee and your son came up to me with this Hot Wheel. He's like, my Hot Wheel broke. I'm like, what do you, what do you want me to do about kid? <laughs> I don't have, I'm not, I don't have any children. So I, I was flustered. I didn't know what to do. Well, I, I always tell him that dad can fix anything. Okay. Well, so you I just try to like, gonna fix this I just try wheel. to like, you know, if it's broken, you just kind of like, I put it back together just to like, let him keep playing with it, you know? Or I'll just pull out some hot glue or super glue, you know? Okay. Well, the t- the wheel fell off and he, yeah. he, I'm a complete stranger. He doesn't have a clue who I am. He just walks up with all, he's like, Hey, my hot wheel broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, fun, man. Yeah. I, I, I like that. This is a, a family event, you know, mm-hmm. that I, I, I don't have to be 10 and a half hours away from my wife and kids. So it's, it's fun to have the business and the family here and just kind of intermingle, you know? Yeah. What have you learned so far? Dude, I just, I've just learned that it's really possible to do whatever you want and you can have any type of business you want. You know, I I feel like sometimes even in my business, you know, 15 years into it, that you can be stuck doing jobs that you don't want to do and that your employees don't want to do. And you feel like stuck in that. Cause I've done Susie's yard for, get, get your mic a little closer. I've done Susie's yard for five years, you know, and I feel, or 10 years or whatever it is. 
and she asks me to do some job and I don't want to do it. My employees don't want to do it. You can just say no. You can just charge more and you, you can have any business that you want to do and you can have as much money as you want. You know, it's just, are you going to be the one to put in the work to, to make the business you want? Um, so I'm, I'm just learning that I'm learning systems. That's our, that's my main focus right now is how to get our billing perfect and, um, communi- better communication with our customers. What are you doing to try to get your billing perfect? Um, I'm looking for a new software. I'm looking into jobber at the moment. Jobber.com uh, forward slash Paul. Yes, sir. Uh, so, and, and it was good, but as we grew the business and doubled it, it just exposed some, some bottlenecks, if you will, um, that we had. So we just need to get that tight, tight. And of course, communication with the customers. I've, I'll be the first to admit it that just because I think a certain way, my customers don't know that. So let's take a rain day, for example. It just seems like everybody would know that I'm not coming today, but we're going to get to the yard as soon as we can. But people don't know that. You can't assume anything. So like I'm learning now that we're sending out a lot more emails to all of our customers, just updates, like nothing. We're not even selling them. It's just, Hey, it's raining this week. Just to remind you, this is our policy. This is what we do when rain days happen, you know? So any changes in your business, I'm learning that you have to communicate that with your customers, you know, and I wasn't, wasn't great about that before. And when I was on every property every week, they had built up such a trust that I didn't necessarily have to communicate. But now we had like a rain day and I didn't send out the email and my phone had a hundred text messages. Wow. You know, so it's like, how do we stop all those text messages? You got to get out ahead of it and send out the email to all your you ever clients. You see that geek to freak video about the rain days? He made one a while back. Probably. I watched every one of his videos. Yeah. Just basically saying, you know, it's raining, so you don't go. And then the customer's like, why aren't you here? And then you do go like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're going to make your tires. It's like a, a lose-lose situation yep. when it rains. And we have both of those. Like we have the mix of like, I know you sent the email, but the sun's out. Are you guys cutting today? And I'm like, no, we're not cutting today. And then if we do go out, I'll, I'll get a picture from my guys slid down the hill, you know? Yeah. Earlier, I was doing man on the street interviews here at LAL. And I interviewed you and then you came up after you're like, I forgot to say something. I did. I did. Well, you, you caught me. I had just woke up like 20 minutes earlier. I went and grabbed a bagel, little uh, morning snack. And uh, you hit me up with the video. So you, you asked me, what, what did you ask me? I asked you several things. A biggest mistake you made. Um, I asked you about your um, transition of, of, of buying a business. Oh, you asked me what? what uh, biggest job you've ever done. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I guess it was too early, but I think you were talking about like advice I would give to, oh, yeah. to a younger yeah, self. Advice to someone just starting their landscaping. Yeah, business. that's what it was. So I said, I talked about taking care of your cu- customers and going above and beyond for your clients because the word of mouth, Susie telling her friends is, is huge. What I forgot to say was about money management. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you and I, even though I don't think we've talked about this, I think we're very similar in the way we control our finances. I saw you just bought a truck in cash, cash. which is awesome. Congratulations on that. Nice. I know you, you like to follow Dave Ramsey's principles and I do as well. And um, I would say don't go over leveraged when you're just starting your business, going out, getting loans and getting the new fancy mowers and the new fancy trucks and the whatever down the line. 
And especially just because you see people doing it on social media. You know, Jeremiah and I talked about that a couple of days ago is just because you see whoever buying a new truck or a new mower on social media doesn't mean that you should go out and do it or it makes sense for you. Because like take Brian, I mean, he's got all these brand new F-250s out here, but he's been doing this for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So don't go in year one or two and think, oh, to be successful, I have to go buy this truck. You know, so just really monitoring. Watch out. Watch out. Dude, is that a <laughs> seven sword. foot sword? Yes, sir. That's incredible. The <laughs> um, so, so yeah, just be really mindful of where you're going to be spending your money and where you're investing your money. Because I, I, I've seen too many people get started, get excited, get motivation, then go out and get crazy loans and it eats away every ounce of their profit. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. Sorry, I, I had to double back, but it was it was early morning. And that when you cl- stopped recording, I was like, "Dang!" I think that's a part of the story that people miss. So good. Tell tell me a, real quick about your uh, why why did you want to get a, a, a truck cash? Well, <clears throat> I I listened to Dave Ramsey, so a car payment was not you know not negotiable. And I put on my vision board, I wanted a Chevy Silverado. And I was looking at the Chevy Silverado for like on my vision board, like I wanted to get a new one, but I always just kind of shop around. And I saw a Milton Martin Toyota had a, a Ford F-150 for 25,000 bucks. Mm-hmm. So Dave Ramsey says the first four years, the depreciation hits. Yep. So I basically, I called the guy and I said, Hey, I'll give you a check for this amount. Exactly this amount. And he's like, let me talk to my manager, all this, this, and another. And he pulled back and I said, I'm not playing games. I said, I'm going to go to the bank first, get the check for this amount. And then you give me the key. Cause I, I'm not going to, you're going to tag on all this stuff. So I said, if you can sell it for this amount, and I read a negotiating book by Chris Voss about um, negotiating. And then I said, if you can do all your bells and whistles and upcharges and all these document fees and all this crap that you guys do. I was like, it has to total this amount. That's he's awesome. like, let me talk to my boss, this, that, and the other. He's like, bring the check. So I go to the bank. I got the check, cashier's check made out to Milton Martin Toyota. I go in and I flop it on the desk and, and, and they gave me the key. I mean, it was like, boom, boom. That is incredible. So you yeah. don't have any of the games, you know, I, t- I, I well, don't you want the warranty in the floor mats and the, no, I said, I want the key in the title. And, That's incredible. And they, they gave me the key and the title and, and they uh, followed me on social media. So they asked me if I knew, um, what's his face? He's a turf influencer, Ron Henry. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Probably. probably. He's, he's like Alan Hayne, <clears throat> Jason Creel. Okay. About like your turf looking perfectly green and stuff. Oh, it's like, do you know Ron Henry? <laughs> and I was like, I've interviewed him on my podcast. Like, oh my gosh, he's been in here before and everything. And That's crazy. They, they found out about my Instagram and stuff like that. So. I actually do that. Like anytime we buy a vehicle, I don't go sit in the little room until we've figured, like I just text, you know, negotiate. Yeah. And then we go there to, to, to buy it. Cause if yeah. you go there just falling in love with the vehicle and you haven't done any negotiation, that's how they're going to get you. Yeah. So that, that's very smart. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the interaction back and forth, probably like three or four minutes. It was like, boom, 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 boom. And then you got all these other jokers that are wasting everyone's time, you know, and I was just 
rolled off with the truck. That's awesome. Yeah, no car payment. You know, clean title. I I own it. So yeah, that's sweet. It's a very nice truck. What year is it? 2016 Ford F one fifty. Yeah. Very nice. I like one owner and the guy is immaculate condition. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Did you drive it here? Like, do you have a map? Uh, it, it, were you homeschooled? No, I wasn't, but I, I drove here, bro. I'll make uh, how it many hours? Uh, 11. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you have two kids and a wife, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. How far is it for you? 11. Yeah. You got a map? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Atlanta, the, the, the one, one nice thing about Atlanta, and there's a lot of negative things about Atlanta. Atlanta has a direct flight to every, pretty much every major city in the world, whether you're going to Dubai or Seoul or um, New York City or Michigan, Detroit. Atlanta is the busiest airport in the world and it's direct flight. So when people talk about, I have to get a connecting flight, I'm like, what is See, that? See, we have to go to Atlanta to get anywhere. Yeah, so it's an hour and 26 minutes, you know, flight. So it's just like... Can't beat that. You know, when I have a wife and kids, I'm sure I'll have to... It'll be a different scenario. But for now, I just hop on the plane and go. See, for us, even if it's a couple-hour flight, it's eight hours because we have to go somewhere yeah. to probably Atlanta to and get And you here. got kids. I, I understand the, yeah. the, why you would drive. But yeah, for me, my truck's sitting at the Peachy Airport parking, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> One time I parked there and the guy took my antenna for the radio. Um, the thieves in Atlanta. It's out there. Oh yeah. They're getting you. They're getting everything. I told, I told Elijah, you got to watch our podcast equipment. Remember they stole Brian's computer the one year here. Yeah. I don't remember that. The, um, he filmed the whole event for Launchpreneur Academy. Yeah. All the speakers and everything. And then he was going to upload it so people could watch the videos and everything. And, so all that footage from the video all day was on his laptop and then someone stole it. So, so no one got to watch the talks. That's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I talked to Stan like uh, probably a year ago. He had a bag full of his GoPros in his truck seat. It was in his driveway and somebody went and took the bag. Yeah, it's crazy out here, dude. I told you this morning that we uh, somebody tried stealing our trimmers and blowers. Yeah, tell us the story. Without um, getting distracted. Yeah. Um, so basically, long story short, I, I haven't posted this much because it's, I, I didn't want to like put a magnifying glass on it, you know, but it is something that is a good reminder to like watch out for. Uh, I, I was pulled into my truck, no trailer on it. We had a trailer, truck, trailer, truck. Okay. This, these guys come pull up right next to the truck, back up a little bit. The guy, you've never seen somebody open a door and get out so fast. Five seconds was to the back of the truck bed with his hands around the blower, a backpack. He didn't see you? No, he didn't see me. And I was just shooting an email. And when somebody backed up, I was like, that's weird, you know? So I started to get out because I thought somebody wanted to talk to me, like somebody that worked at the uh, church we were at. Nope. I was like, hey, what are you doing? He let go. And then he turned towards me and started walking towards me. And he's like, I've been calling you, man. I've been looking for a job. Nobody answers the phone. I'm like, and I started backing up because he was a big dude. And so I backed up to my truck, got back in my truck seat. And I'm like, I don't have a job, man. I, nothing. I got nothing for you. And as they drove away, I took a picture of the license plate. And um, a couple days later, man, they were 20 minutes away where we keep equipment. Like they had followed us one night back to, to where we are. I got a not- notification on my security camera. And... uh 
I started head up there. I flagged down a police officer. He followed me up there. Get this. This is crazy. You, nobody's ever heard this story out, out in the world of uh, social media yet, but uh, we got up there. They're gone. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Are you ready to elevate your business to new heights? Well, we've got something extraordinary for you. Mark your calendars for the LCR Summit 2024 happening January 19th and 20th in Atlanta. This event is not just a summit, it's a catalyst for growth and success. Whether you're a business professional, a content creator, or a landscape business owner, the LCR Summit is tailored just for you. Picture this. A career transformation in just two days. Day one brings you podcast mastery with industry experts Paul Jamison and Mr. Producer. Learn the art of successful podcasting from pitching to brands to effective monetization. Plus, dive into YouTube and content creation secrets with Jeremy Vest. Unlocking strategies to captivate your audience and amplify your digital presence. Day two is packed with essentials for your business. Business acumen with John Pajak covers financial management, while Keith Kalfas reveals cutting-edge marketing strategies. And that's not all. Marvin Salcedo shares the keys to building a strong team and nurturing a positive company culture. But wait, there's more. A keynote session with Jonathan Potashnik on building a million-dollar business. Get ready for actionable insights that could turn you into a lawn care millionaire. Why should you be there? Well, to learn from industry-leading speakers, connect with peers and leaders, and enjoy an exclusive VIP dinner if you're among the first 25 to register. Invest in your success with practical workshops and tailored content. Seating is limited, so don't delay. Get one-day access for $295 or go all-in on the full two-day experience at just $495. Act now. Seize this opportunity. Visit lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description to secure your spot at the LCR Summit 2024. This isn't just an event, it's a turning point for your professional journey. Your future awaits. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge. With no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee, it's time to take your business to the next level. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. Two minutes, he called in his partners. They were driving up to where we keep equipment. They saw the truck, ran the plates, pulled them over, towed the truck away, and we pressed charges for prowling. And uh, they were like, dude, they, they have everything on these guys. Five different pawn shops. They basically go around and take people's concrete saws, backpack blowers, uh, anything that's like worth some sort of value, they go to different pawn shops. The police have, I mean, they have every everything on these guys. So it's, it's just a matter of time. They go back to prison. Um, so 
yeah, dude, you got to take care of your stuff. Like I always tell people the couple hundred dollars of equipment defender racks or whatever, I mean, can save you, save you big money, you know, backpack blowers, trimmers aren't cheap. So how'd you get the police attention? You, he, you, he was just randomly. Well, so I was pulling out of my neighborhood. They were pulling here. We live in basically as close to the, the city line, I guess you will. So all the cops live in our neighborhoods. So they're everywhere. Like all of our street, I probably have five cops on my street. And so they were just pulling out. Luck have it. I started honk my horn, flashing the lights. They pulled over. They were probably sketched out, you know, but I just told them, Hey, somebody's trying to rob me right now. We got to head up there. Will you guys follow me? They're go. Yep. So it was a 45 driving up here. I live four minutes away from where we keep equipment. Um, 45, I was going like 55 and I was thinking in my head, like, how fast am I supposed to go right now? I got cops on my tail, but they're not after my speed. But like, I didn't want to go 80, right, you know, like right. if I went too fast, they might be like, okay, pal, it's yeah. not that serious. You need to slow down. You're going to hurt somebody. So yeah. I went 10 above and they were, they were totally cool, dude. They worked crazy fast within minutes. They had got these guys. Wow. So, so, so they were following you, but when you got to the shop, no, nobody was there. Yep. Yep. But your security showed that they were there. Yep. So my, my camera, basically the, the fastest way we got it was when they tried it four days earlier, I had taken a picture of the license plate. So I already had the license plate. Mm-hmm. We match it up with my security camera. They're like, yeah, these are the same guys. Yeah. So we know exactly. I mean, they knew everything about these guys in a matter of minutes. So cameras lock up your stuff, have insurance, <laughs> but That's nothing was do. actually stolen. Nope. Equipment okay. defender racks, man. There you go. I mean, that's, that's the best sales pitch in the world. They did their job totally. Cause these, I mean, you, you're trying to slow people down at the end of the day. Like if somebody wants something, if somebody wants in this building at night, they're going to get in, but your, your plan is to catch them, slow them down. So the cops can get here, you know? So that, that's all I got to say. The Joker. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, it's crazy world. So watch your stuff, man. Lock it up. Do the best you can have cameras and stuff. Nice. <laughs> well, is there anything we're leaving out here that needs a dress, Blake? Uh, I, I don't know, man. We're just, uh, we're just trying here. I'm trying to make more podcasts. We talked about that the other day. It's just, it's been such a busy year. Um, but I'm trying to kick it back up, man. I'm trying to kick up podcasts. What's the name of your podcast? The B&B Lawn Care Podcast. So how many episodes have you done? Like thousands? Yeah, 1,000, uh, 1,100 something. Yeah, I'm trying to get to show 100. Okay. <laughs> what about the YouTube channel? What's going on over there? Yeah, man, we're, uh, I'm trying to pump out like one YouTube video a week and a couple shorts mm-hmm. um, per week. And we've been pretty consistent on like Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube shorts. You had an Mark autonomous mower video pop off on Instagram reels. I think it had yeah. like 600,000 views. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And on TikTok, same thing, like a <clears throat> couple million views on TikTok on that. Yeah. It's, it's different. I don't know if you've noticed like three years ago, you could post anything on TikTok and it gets 30 million views. It's, it's a lot more busy now, but yeah, I mean, good videos do well still. So yeah, I think 2019 I started Charlie D'Amelio started in April or May, she blew up. And uh I started before her. And I my buddy Blake uh Blake, 
my buddy, um, what in the world is his name? Zach. <clears throat> he knew I liked making videos. He's like, dude, there's this new app called TikTok. <coughs> He's like, no, you love making videos. I'm like, I know what that is. I'm like, that used to be Musically because I had a Musically account. I used oh. to make Musically's with my while we were out landscaping. <laughs> like that song, cut it up, cut it up. That's a rap song. <clears throat> we would make Musically's. I deleted them all. They were beyond embarrassing. But um, <clears throat> so I made a my first TikTok. Zach was just swimming in the pool. And um, it had 9,000 views. He just, sw- he just swimmed. I was just trying to figure out how to make one. I had zero followers, zero, 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 nothing. I made my first one, 9,000 views. This makes no sense. So then I was like, go run, go run with your dog. Because uh, I was just trying to figure out how. There was no such thing as a YouTube short or an Instagram reel or Facebook reel. This was all brand new. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. So, so I filmed him and his dog run. I think it had like 10,000 views. I was like the low, low quality, below average content, 10,000 views effortlessly. Then I think it was my third video. I had 2.9 million views and then it like, it never stopped from there. And then I just, I just stopped making them. I don't know why I had like 60 something thousand followers. I just stopped making them. And I thought this was like a joke or like, no, like my brother was making fun of me. And like, <laughs> I, I just didn't know in 2019, I remember this Charlie D'Amelio girl cause she was making them and I was making them. There was like so few content creators making them that literally my baseline would get 10,000 views on anything. I could just take a video of anything. 10,000 views. That was 2019, 2019. And I del- I didn't delete my account, but I deleted the app off my phone in 2020. I really didn't touch it until last year. I kind I was like, okay, I missed it. I should have stayed on it and had the self-control not to scroll and watch the nonsense. But then it happened again in 2021 on Instagram Yeah, where Instagram reels just launched. I started making them and 10 million views. Jason Creel mowing 9 million <laughs> yes. views. I went blowing, to blowing grass all over the place. Yeah. And then, and then um, the lawn tools down in Arkansas, I went and visited with them, made a few videos, published the same videos over and over again. 10 million, 12 million. It was, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Now I got a hustle to get a 10,000 view. Right. Cause it's saturated. Yeah. That's the way it was. You, you have a window on TikTok, It came and gone window on Instagram. It came and gone. Facebook reels is kind of the one that's like, eh, it's, it's, it's easiest one right now. Oh, really? See my Facebook has never, I cannot get it to take off. Are you posting Facebook reels? I don't know. I just, I, I think it just shares from Instagram. Okay. Actually. That's your problem. I talked to a meta employee. I'm in a, like a meta program where I get to talk to like someone who actually works at Facebook and, uh-huh. and Instagram. And they told me, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this publicly. Well, I, I guess Here I guess. You are. <laughs> <laughs> they told me not to sync like Instagram to Facebook. You'll get more views. If you like, like don't even have them connected at all. No, put the, put the video on your phone like filming on your phone or whatever, and you upload it to Instagram reels. Okay. Then open up Facebook and publish that same video separately to Facebook. If you just automatically have it go over, it's going to, yeah. it's, it's, it's not going to do as well. Okay. It'll perform better if you natively, even though Facebook and Instagram are the same company, if you actually upload it alone to Facebook reels, so you still have the same video on both platforms, but you don't do it the lazy way where you put it on Instagram and it automatically does the Facebook. And so are you posting it on a business page? Yeah. If you want to get paid, it's got to be a page. Yeah. Okay. It can't be your personal. Hmm. It needs to be a 
the, the ones that Gary Vaynerchuk and I've proven this with three people. I've helped three people start at zero, zero. Uh, the one guy's got 670,000 followers on Facebook. The other one has, I was just checking this morning. I think it's like, like 279 and the other guy's at 320,000. They all started wow. in January of this year with zero. Wow. And I told him, I said, you do got to do Facebook reels, Facebook reels, Facebook reels. And they all blew up on Facebook. Interesting. But they post it to Facebook reels. They don't post it. They do post the same video to Instagram, but as an Instagram reel, but they, they, they have it turned off to automatically publish over. I'll have to try that. My first TikTok was uh, the 2019 GIE Expo of the little, by the way, I don't think the spider mower was there this year doing like it, it, they used to have like this ramp that went up like 90 degrees. And that was my first TikTok of that robot mower thing going up and man, those videos just blew up. It was wild. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's it's harder now. I mean, you have to really have good quality content. What do you notice on YouTube Shorts? Um, I noticed like this year, probably like springtime this year, they had that where they were trying to compete with TikTok. Mm-hmm. So when you post a video, it, they shared it to more people to try to get you to be a creator on there, mm-hmm. which it worked. Um, but lately, man, it's just they've been they've been around the same views. Mm-hmm. You know, a few thousand, maybe some kick up to. 15, 20,000 or something like that, but nothing like, like my TikTok videos do, mm-hmm. you know, where they can get it like 40 million. And that's just like, it doesn't even make sense, you know? So it's just a game, man. It, it's a fun game. I mean, I just try to have fun with it. And like, if I actually see something that's cool, you know, take a video of it and post it. Yeah. Cause if I think it's cool, most other people will think it's cool. You know, I saw people lined up to meet you in there. People like want to meet you and stuff. They, what, what, I what guess they? so. I guess so, man. <laughs> what do they say? They're like, hey, I watch your videos or Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool, dude. I mean, it's it's not even expected. I literally told Brian, like, hey, I'm gonna come to LAL and just just learn, man. Like just see what I can take from this, you know, and try to I'm just here, dude, just trying to learn. I mean, it's really crazy to get this quality of people in one place. You know, I really do believe that. I'm not just saying that. Um, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. Just come to events like this and just, like I said, I don't, I don't think I'm taking away 30 things from this. I think I'm taking away like two or three, four things mm-hmm. that I can actually take and implement in my business. You can't come here and take 50 things mm-hmm. and implement them next week, but you can take two or three things that can change your life and your business, mm-hmm. you know? So good. And it's just motivating, dude. It's just pure motivation to hear all these people that are making it happen. You know, that's worth, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever it is to come here. So I'm motivated, man. Yeah. The next event um, that I'm hosting is uh, in Alabama. Jason Creole. When's that? February 23rd and 24th. Alan Haynes speaking. Caleb Allman. Uh, Naylor Taliaferro. I'm leaving some people out. Jeremiah Jennings will be there myself. Um, and, uh, Alan, Alan Hain, the lawn care nuts, the big fish. Nice. And then, um, it's going to be at Jason's manor. He, he has a hundred acres. Do you know what a manor is? I guess not. It's like an estate, like a manor. You got a hundred acres. Dang. Like Fullerton's got three or four, you know, uh, that's wild. A imagine a hundred, hundred acres. Dude, I just need, I just want a couple. Just yeah. give me a couple. I just well, need some places you, to store equipment. If you got a hundred, you get called a manor. That's it's, awesome. It's called Matthew's Manor. So, so, so his family owns a wedding, 
wedding site. Okay. So so they they have three venues on the manor on the hundred acres. So they can technically have three weddings on a Saturday. So we rented out That's one of the um venues. Crazy. Where you know where people go to get married or whatever. We rented it out for for Friday night, February twenty third, all day Saturday, February twenty fourth. And um, but only three hundred people can go. So uh, if you guys want to go to the Lawn Care Life Conference, the link is in today's show notes. I'll register before it sells out. It's going to be awesome. That's sweet. Yes, sir. Sweet home, Alabama. Right outside Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, sir. Was well, there anything else you want to share with our uh, worldwide international audience? We got I people mean, that listen all over the world, apparently. What I'm taking from it, what I'm feeling right now is just, you can truly just have the business you want. You can do anything. I mean, that's, that's seriously it. And, uh, I just want people to be happy, man. I just want to be happy. I just want to run a good business and make some money and hopefully help, help the people around me, my family, my employees, and just do good by people. That's where I'm at. Great. Follow his podcast. We'll see if he can get to a hundred episodes. BNB Lawn Care. I appreciate that podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Thanks for finally. I've asked Blake for about all day. Be on my podcast. <laughs> be on my podcast. Be on my podcast. So he he showed up. Yes, sir. Cool. Thanks, Blake. Thank you, sir. Peace. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.